So yesterday we went to an outside festival here in Stephenville. We had so much fun, but I got super sunburned. Kai kept rolling in the grass, throwing grass literally everywhere. And people were smoking all around me. Uh, for those of you that don't know me, I'm a severe asthmatic, so being around a bunch of smoke, I pay the price fully the next day. So I'm wheezy, I'm stopped up, but we are here and we're going to get this episode rolling. So with that being said, I'm Katie and this is Just Dogs. All right, so yesterday was a very productive day. Uh, I got to see Aaron Watson, Giovanni the Hired Gun, and, and some other lesser-known artists. Um, was in the sun all day, but all in all, it was a pretty fun time. Um, had a few friends not show up, but that's okay. Um, me and the one girl that was with me had a ton of fun with just us and Kai. Uh, but... That's besides the point. Welcome to technically episode two, but this is going to be episode one of the Breed series. And obviously we have to go over Kai first because priorities. <laughs> so uh, Breed's episode one is over rough collies. Um, I feel like these aren't as popular as they used to be. I'm constantly having like grandmas come up to me in pet stores and be like, oh my god, I had one of these when I was a kid. And I feel like every single grandma did. And <laughs> it's just funny to me. Um, I think it's kind of like now how everybody has like a German Shepherd or a Chihuahua and all these popular breeds when maybe in 30 years it's going to be a totally different breed. But I think movies have a lot of influence on that too. Like, um, whenever the Dalmatian movies came out, there was, like, a flood of everybody having Dalmatians. Um, I'm gonna say that whenever, uh, grandmas were younger, Lassie was a lot bigger than it is now, so it makes a lot more sense for them to have them more then. Um, I think also here in Texas, we have a lot better, not better, but we have a lot, like, of more appropriate herding and guarding dogs right now um like the healers a lot of people use great pyrenees um great pyrenees are a lot more independent dogs compared to a rough collie and uh healers are one-man dogs but they have a lot more bite behind them than a rough collie would which i say makes them a lot better for that job um so, uh, Rough Collie became popular because of Lassie and because of, uh, Revel, which Revel actually didn't start out being a Rough Collie. The very first Revel was a Boston Terrier looking mix dog that was kind of stumbled upon the founders. And then the second Revel was a Rough Collie, but it's just funny to me that the very first one wasn't. And so it didn't even start at the trend. The second one did. Um, another kind of little <clears throat> fast fact was Rev uh, Lassie. Sorry, 
Lassie was actually a boy in the films. Um, the Whenever they were doing the casting, um, the boy, Lassie, his name is Pal. His actual name is Pal. And during casting, they wanted a female. And so Pal was kind of put on the back burner. Well, the female that they had hired for that role wouldn't get into the water and shoot some of the scenes that they needed. But they took a minute break. <clears throat> and during this minute break, Pal jumped in and they couldn't afford to lose any more film. So they just started shooting Pal do the scene and he pulled it off perfectly. So they made this whole contract how they can only shoot shots to where you can't tell that Pal is a boy and how they can't release to any press that Pal is a boy. And so obviously, like, now it doesn't matter. But Lassie was supposed to be a girl, and they wanted to keep it that way. So uh, Lassie is actually Pal, and Lassie is actually a boy. So I thought that was super interesting. Which, like, now that I watch it back, it's totally obvious. Just because of his feature, he has a lot more manly features compared to um, a female rough collie. Um, some differences in how they appear is females tend to be kind of smaller, not only in body length, but like their face. Um, how I describe it is they're more mousy. That's how, that's the only way I can really describe it. Their nose kind of thins out as you go from like, um, head to tip of their nose. It like gets thinner and it's, uh, just gets like smaller around to the muzzle uh, and while Kai stays pretty much the same throughout uh, which most males have a bulkier face set and I think that's almost in every breed most males have a bulkier appearance compared to females um, so uh, rough collies they're in the working group I believe that they're not necessarily placed in herding anymore um, they are typically the sheep and goat they're not cattle dogs obviously you can train them in that just like you would a border collie um, but I personally would not put a rough collie with cattle um, obviously everything is gonna get kicked I just see as rough collies jaws are a lot easier to break compared to healers because there's this uh, a collie is just so much longer I feel like that um, mandible is so much thinner boned than a healer's stocky short muzzle uh, compared to a rough collie and knowing my dog I could see him with sheep and goat hurting them but collies also kind of have a guardian aspect to them kind of similar to a great pyrenees where they're big their coat types can deal with all weather and they kind of can just like walk around and be with the herd and when the time comes necessary they can protect it so i see collies as kind of in between herding and guardian um especially with experience with mine um so I, can, I, I put them in between those two. They are considered a working line. Uh, I have a friend down in Waco who I'm going to try to get into my breeds episode about smooth collies. Um, her smooth collie, Teeny, does uh, scent work, like where you have to find like the mouse in a hay, 
hay stack, I guess. It's like a room where there's a bunch of hay bales and they have to find the mouse that's hidden in that. Um, and then um, I know a lot of collies that do agility and I know a lot of collies that do show. They're very popular in show, obviously. Um, one reason why Kai can't do show is his rear is too high and he lacks type in his face. Um, which just means, yes, you can look at him and tell he's a collie, but he is lacking correctness to show. <laughs> um, one way a breeder uh, kind of pointed it out was whenever you look up a Scottish collie, he has the same eyes and like eye separation and just some features that could align with a Scottish Collie rather than a rough Collie which could mean that somewhere in his lineage he has Scottish Collie but it could be so far back that at this time it's no longer valid um but that's besides the point so Collies um can be considered medium to large I see the females as a medium all the females that I've met have been 45, 50 pounds, a lot shorter than Kai, and I see them the same size as, like, an Aussie. Um, while the males, I think, can be considered large, um, anybody that has met Kai has compared him to the size of a mini horse. He's only 60 pounds. He's a very skinny guy, but he does stand very tall, and his fluff makes him look a lot bigger. Um... And so in their weight, they can vary 45 to 75 pounds as a breed, like as a whole. Um, like I said, Kai is 60 pounds. That's six zero. So it really can vary. His dad was 85 pounds, but um, it, like I said, it, it totally varies on the dog. Uh, when it comes to hair and grooming, they have such long hair. And I think a lot of them that you see in pictures um, can be under-maintained. Uh, especially when I was looking at them, I was like, oh my god, that's a ton of freaking hair. And yes, Kai has a lot of hair, but when you compare him to the pictures, these are ones that look like they're outside all the time or they're in the fields and not at a groomer all the time. Kai is groomed constantly. Um, he's at the groomer every month, or he's being groomed by me. I'll sometimes take clippers to it. I'm not a professional. <laughs> I will say that. But um, they do have a lot of hair that needs to be maintained. Um, he sheds constantly, especially in the Texas weather where it's hot, cold, hot, cold, especially right now. Like, the mornings... It's 30, the middle of the day it's 80, and at night we're back to 50, and then it starts all over the next day. Some days the top is 45, and some days we're at almost 90 right now. And so his hair doesn't know what to do. Are we getting rid of it? Are we keeping it? Are we getting rid of it? So right now his shedding is horrible because it's just Texas weather really messes up their shedding pattern. Um, I would say... A weekly brushing is necessary. If you really want to maintain all that hair, <clears throat> then definitely daily. Um, I wouldn't recommend this to anyone who 
doesn't want to go to a groomer or doesn't want to keep up with the hair or learn to take care of the hair themselves. If you don't want to deal with hair, don't get a long hair dog. <laughs> That's how I see it. Um, they kind of have a self-cleaning coat, I would say. Um, obviously, Kai is white, so when he is outside, he can roll around in the dirt, and then, like, five, ten minutes later, he'll come in, and it'll all be gone. Um, it's just how his hair is. It's pretty, just kind of, everything rolls off, and he's good ready to go um my granny can attest to this firsthand because i'll chase after this ball into the creek and then i'll come back up and he'll be all muddy and then five minutes later all the mud's gone and she's like okay cool um um collies can live 14 to 16 years but obviously when it comes to lifespans we can't pin that um, like I said in the first episode when it came to, uh, talking about should I get a puppy and the commitment of how long you're going to have that puppy, you cannot guarantee how long you'll have that dog. Um, <clears throat> health always plays into this, um, whether it's a genetic issue, a spontaneous life issue something that can't be like found out early cancer all sorts of different things can play into the lifespan um unnatural causes just there's just so much that can play into this um I would love for Kai to be with me for 14 to 16 years but I know um that it might not be possible (laughs) so um Kai was kind of diagnosed with early onset like hip dysplasia with early hip dysplasia sorry I don't know why I'm stumbling over my words right now at four months old we took x-rays and he had uh, signs of bony process in his hips which is early arthritic signs um with vigorous activity his left hip will pop out of place and I'll have to kind of put it back uh so we're at a period in time where it's not progressing at a severe pace so a grace period some might say but grace periods don't really last for a long time especially on such a mobile joint like a hip so I'm not gonna say how long I'll have them because I can't I can't judge that but I don't think it will be 16 years. And he could surprise me. He could be like, yeah, um, take out the leg and we'll be fine. <laughs> um, I definitely have plans for a doggy wheelchair. Uh, don't quote me on that, but we're going to figure it out. <laughs> so when I give a life expectancy or range, don't take it to heart. It's just a rough estimate. It's what they typically should live to but it's not always a given especially in a large dog that is a long lifespan for a large dog like the like Kai is um colors I think this is why people get so confused about Kai is they see his coloring and they automatically assume that it is a 
mixed breed because everyone's seen Lassie, everyone's seen Revel. And both those dogs are a full sable, which is that brownish kind of mix, brownish black mix coloring. It's called sable. And so whenever people think of rough collies, they think of that sable color and they think they have to be a full sable. So whenever they see a dog that looks like uh, Lassie but isn't full sable, it has to be a mix. But that's not the case. Um, rough collies can be sable, tricolor, and merle. Um, merle is also found like in um, Australian Shepherds. It can be found in Great Danes. Um, it's similar to Harlequin if you're a Dane person. Uh, it can be found in some poodles, but it's considered a party. Uh, it can be found in dachshunds, dachshunds, um, but it is considered dapple. <laughs> Every A lot of breeds have different names for different colorings, but they all look similar. Um, the best way I can describe it is it's exactly like an Australian Shepherd's Blue Merle, not like a Blue Healer's Blue Merle. Um, there's also, there can also be a Sable Merle, which is where they have, where they're stable, but they have little color patterns, patterns or black spots that resemble a Merle coloring. It's not a very common color, but it is an option. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Um, and so all of these color patterns can be also paired with white. So an excessive amount of white considers that collie a white collie. So with a white collie, um, it means they're mainly white factored. So um, when looking at AKC, it'll tell you like a percentage or a certain amount of this dog. If a certain amount of this dog is white, then it is considered a white. So Kai is a white sable. Um, there's white tries, white merles, but he is commonly white, so he's considered white, even though he has a sable head. It can be confusing, but that's just kind of how the dog world works. Um, it's that way in a lot of breeds with white. Um, I want to say the Aussies are the same, but I've not been really looking into the show aspect of other dogs. I've only really looked into the show aspect of Smooth Collies due to me wanting to do that originally with Kai. Um, so... <clears throat> okay, so my roommate just turned on the AC, so you're probably going to hear that in the background, so I want to apologize for that now. Um, I think it's like 78 in our apartment, so it was time, but I didn't want to turn it on while I was recording. Um, so that leads us to um, trainability. Rough Collies are very easily trainable. I Personally, I think. Um, I think I'm a little biased because I, I do dog training, so um, I think that they have the same mindset as a border, border collie. Um, obviously with Kai it's different um, due to his hips. There's a lot of things he can't do. Um, and due to his uh, lack of 
availability to the world as a tiny puppy um, before he was in my care affects him now, but uh, we won't get into all that. Collies are highly trainable. Um, I think they are a lot more sensitive compared to a border collie. Kai is super sensitive. You look at him wrong, you have a slightly off tone to your voice. He gets upset. They're just a very, very sensitive breed. I think that's one thing that sets them off too. That's another reason why I don't think they would be best for cattle is because of how sensitive they are. Obviously, training can help, but like even when training Kai now, if he is not grasping what I am asking of him, he will immediately lay down or he will abandon that uh, task completely and will have to switch to doing stuff he already knows and then come back to it. Uh, he doesn't like to, I guess, displease me. And so he gets kind of flustered, I guess. He's like a... I picture Kai in my mind as like a little nerdy schoolboy that's like trying really hard to like get A pluses on everything. Like big old glasses. Just <laughs> just a really nerdy guy, okay? But uh, they're just very sensitive compared to, um, let's say, a healer or a border collie. Uh, so I think that can affect training. And that can affect um, a not <clears throat> very skilled dog owner or a dog owner that is used to dogs like German Shepherds or healers is because he is the exact opposite. There's no hard-headed. He's just beyond sensitive. <laughs> um, they are very smart. They have a great off switch. Um, for those of you that don't know, an off switch is when a dog can go from balls to the wall crazy to, okay, now it's time to settle down and you need to go relax. Um, some breeds you can train a, to have an off switch and some breeds just don't have one. But I fully believe in being able to train one. But I see Rough Collies as having a natural off switch. I didn't really have to train it into Kai. Um, so if I want to go do an eight mile hike, he's like, yeah, cool, let's do it. But if I also want to lay in bed and watch Netflix for three days straight, he's like, yeah, I'm down for that too. Um, he doesn't have a need for everything crazy or to be doing something at all times, which is the reason I picked him over Border Collie is because I knew that he would be able to handle not doing something rather than uh, some Border Collies who need a job at all times or need a job daily and while in college that's not something I think I can give at this moment so I found uh, Rough Collies to be better in that aspect. Um, he doesn't care where we live. <laughs> I, um, I lived in a studio apartment before here, now I live in a townhome. Um, he's fine in any living space. Uh, he just needs to be able to completely turn around, <laughs> which I learned. Uh, we stayed in a bus 
two weeks ago, like a bus turned into a home. And I learned that he does not enjoy that. Uh, his reverse is broken and <laughs> it just, it freaks him out, makes him anxious. So, um, I don't believe this breed is going to be picky about where it lives because it just wants to be you, with you. Sorry, he doesn't want to be you, he wants to be with you. Um, I think that point will be argued with a few other people, but with my rough collie, he doesn't care where we are as long as he can be with me because he doesn't do anything but sleep anyway. Um, with um, family, I think they're great family dogs. Kai absolutely loves kids. He is super gentle. Um, I think the only quote-unquote downside to him is because he's so large he doesn't realize how much like force he's putting into things like he'll go to smell a kid or he'll just walk up to a kid and just that action alone is enough to knock like a one or two year old that's just learning how to walk off their feet not because he's meaning to um but he just he doesn't grasp that I don't have kids myself um I have a nephew who Kai likes to cut off um if he's running too much he'll just like run in front of him and stop and the kid just like hits the fluff and can't obviously can't run anymore Kai's like nope not running sorry (laughs) um he'll follow kids around one of my uh, old neighbors had like four grandkids who ranged from eight to four and he would follow them around and bring back the youngest if it got too far. So I would say they're very good family dogs. Um, Definitely work with them as a baby. Well, work with your babies how to be around dogs, but also work with your dogs how to tolerate babies. Uh, Training both babies and puppies are ideal. I think Kai is completely kid-proof. You can pull on him, his hair, his tail, uh, his ears, his face, his whiskers, and he will just kind of let you. Um, I did that a lot when he was a puppy so that he would be kid-proof and he could be around children. I think this is going to help him a lot with our therapy work um, as we get ready to kind of get him into a therapy dog position. Uh, but that is something I think is super important to train your dogs, even if they're not going to be around kids, because you never know situations, you never know, you're never going to know when you're going to take them to a store and a kid will walk up or a baby will walk up. Like at the fest, a baby walked up and just straight up grabbed Kai's tail and just yanked. And if Kai wasn't trained, I would have expected a reaction, but Kai is trained to ignore that situation, so he just kind of, like, stared at the kid, like, um, okay. (laughs) And so, um, yes, I say rough collies are family-friendly. I know a few people who met with, of course, there's going to be a train right now. Um, I know a few people who met, uh, some collies that were standoffish, that didn't like kids, and didn't like other people. Um, some of that I think can be, um, genetic. Some of that I think can be 
uh, trained. <laughs> I'm so sorry for this train right now. <laughs> um, when I say genetics, I mean their parents' temperament. Uh, I personally fully believe that if a parent is not kid-friendly, not other people-friendly, that that could potentially be passed on towards the kids. Just that aggression uh, to the puppies uh, via genetics. That's just my belief. Um, that's how I've seen it, but a lot of it can be training as well. Um, so they are kid-friendly, they are dog-friendly. I do know some that don't like other dogs or they're okay around other dogs but they don't want them talking to- <laughs> talking as if they talk. They don't want them smelling them or they don't want other dogs close to their owner. Um, again, I think this is definitely uh, a training thing and how you want your dog to react towards other dogs. So I say they don't have any DA, I say they don't have HA or SSA. Um, those terms meaning dog aggression, human aggression, or same-sex aggression. Um, I don't think they have any of those. Again, it's all on training. I think same-sex also has a lot to do with neutering. Spay and neuter your dogs, guys. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Just please do it. Okay. Um, Kai is neutered, but, um, he was never showing any signs of, um, bad testosterone behavior. Um, he just does not need to reproduce. Not that he showed signs of that either. I don't think Kai ever acted like a big testosterone-built guy. He started marking some, but not a lot. He never tried to, like, get on another dog or female or show any signs towards an in-heat female. He didn't, he didn't care. He just wanted to play. Like, there's no signs of advancing towards anything else. Um, I did it solely for the fact that there's no reason for him not to be, and he's not going to be bred. There's no reason for him to be bred with his hip dysplasia, and he just, he doesn't need them. So, we'll get more into neutering and spaying in another episode. It's, that's not this one. Um, I recommend this dog to <coughs> so many people, honestly. Anytime anyone's like, oh, well, I want a friendly dog, or oh, I want to do agility, I want to do, um, like, uh, AKC herding, which there's herding events, um, or oh, I want just a dog to be at home with a family, but I do have larger animals, or anything like that, <coughs> I will recommend a collie. I will recommend a rough collie to anybody. They have such a great personality. They're so sweet. They're everybody friendly. Um, Kai didn't really have a puppy stage. I can't speak for all rough collies. Um, my rough collie did not really have a puppy stage. Like he was a grandpa from the puppy stage. Like he just didn't really do much wrong. Um, 
he wasn't crazy biting. He wasn't a chewer. He doesn't destroy toys. Um, He is just happy to be in your presence, all in all. Um, I think rough collies are great. I'm looking into smooth collies, which is a short-haired version, I guess you could say. Um, I'll get more into them in another breed episode. Like I said earlier, I'm going to see if I can get that breeder from Waco to uh, do an episode with me and she can really go into smooth collies. Um, I'm working on getting into them, I think. I am wanting to get one as my next puppy. I'm going to do something. I want to do something with my dog. Um, That's what I wanted to do with Kai, but I kind of dropped that dream when it came to his hip dysplasia. Um, But we are doing something. We're going to get him in as a therapy dog. And um, an episode was requested to do the difference between a service dog, therapy dog, emotional support, and working dog versus a pet. And I will do that episode because that is such a big thing. And especially in College Town with all the girls trying to pass their regular dog off as a service animal so they can take it everywhere with them or take them to the dorms and... It's so frustrating, but we'll get into all that, but um, I'm working on Kai to be a therapy dog to take to nursing homes and hospitals. Um, that's what we're working on. We needed a lot more public works for that, but it's probably going to be after college when that happens, which is in like a month and three weeks. So we are really cranking down on homework and school. It felt so weird to not have to go to an advising appointment, to not set up, uh, to set an alarm for 6 a.m. on a random school night to uh, get up and register for classes. And literally everyone is talking about, oh, well, I didn't get in this class or I'm in these classes. And it's just so freaking weird to me to not have to do that. And just be like, oh no, yeah, I'll be graduated. So (laughs) it's just like, it's so odd to think about like I've been here for this is my fourth year um I didn't take a gap year so I've just been trucking through school so it's so weird to think about not having school at all and it's just it's a surreal concept at the time so we'll see how that goes whenever I get time I think uh getting into a sport with a dog or getting Kai into therapy will help fill up my extra time that I won't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I'm a very busy person. I'm constantly doing stuff. Um, I'm like an extroverted introvert. I like to be home, but I also hate being home all the time because I feel lazy. So I don't know how to just sit at home for long periods of time. Like half a day tops is my limit. So uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But Rough Collies was what today was about. The next episode, I think, is going to be How Do I Know Which Dog Breed Is For Me? Um, I think that follows up the Should I Get a Puppy? Because we talked about how picking a breed is so important with that 
puppy aspect because you want to make sure you get a dog that fits your lifestyle. And I think these breeds episodes really help with that because you can go and look and listen and really hear about these dogs and be like, oh, well, yeah, um, I don't think I want a rough collie because I don't think I can handle how sensitive they are. But um, I think a border collie would be too busy. And so you kind of listen to these breeds episodes and they hopefully will help you kind of determine an opinion about these breeds. Anytime I think I want to breed, I do the utmost research into them and making sure that they fit into my lifestyle and they fit what I need. Um, like hair type, I have a weird skin reaction to specific hair types like um, pit bulls, Dobermans, uh, some Chihuahuas, some Dash Hounds, Dachshunds however you want to pronounce it um it really it's it's a weird thing I I don't know why it happens or why it's certain breeds um but obviously I have a very fluffy guy and I don't have a problem so <laughs> I have to meet a lot of breeds before I can decide on if I can get it but I also think that's a good practice for y'all to do as well is make sure you meet that breed but also make sure you meet a well-trained dog of that breed because that can really affect your decision like I personally have never met a well-behaved German Shepherd um I think part of that is from working at a vet clinic um we always see they're always anxious or they're hurt um or they're just excited and so I've never met one that's just trained and calm uh which I don't think calm is really in the same context as a German Shepherd (laughs) um but I think meeting one that is well trained really helps your decision as well in the picking a breed process but we will get into that more on the next episode um so with that I think that is everything um I believe the next breed that I'm going to cover is going to be Australian cattle dogs also known as healers um just because that is another breed that I have personally owned um I'm going to see if I can have somebody sit in on the episode and um talk with me uh we will see if not it's no big deal I've owned one Um, I'm not sure if I'm ready to do a two-person podcast just yet. I, like, I'm still figuring out just me. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so next Monday is going to be how do I know which dog breed is right for me, which that is up for change. That might change. I might next weekend be like, "Ah, actually, I don't want to do that one. I want to cover, like, um the basics of training or maybe I want to cover um whether I should rescue or buy from a breeder or what what option is right for me so that is always up for change as well as the breed that I do the following week but that's just um where I'm at right now like I said I have six episodes kind of laid out right now for y'all 
But yeah, y'all hit that add button. Get updates on when I update y'all. <laughs> when I up- when I upload episodes for y'all. Um, and then if you want to follow me on Twitter at Just Dogs Podcast, you can follow me on Instagram at Caitlin Period Phelps. The spelling on Caitlin is weird. My name is spelled different than most. It's K-A-T-L-Y-N-N period Phelps. And that's going to be a PH like Michael Phelps. No, I'm not related to the swimmer. Sorry to disappoint you. Um, you can follow me on Facebook. Uh, right now it's Phelps Dog Training because I currently am still doing dog training here in Stephenville. Which I will probably have to start kind of wrapping up those sessions and turning that page into primarily a podcast page. I'm still deciding on what I'm doing with that just because I want to still have clientele, but I'm not sure how long I'll be in Stephenville, so I feel bad picking up clients when I'm about to up and leave. So I'm still figuring out my Facebook, but you can definitely follow me on Twitter and Instagram. My voice is not holding up very well today, so... uh, With that being said, I'm going to wrap up the uh, podcast. Um, I do want to say real quick that um, if y'all could kind of send out your prayers to the people here in Texas um, that are dealing with all these fires. I know a lot of people have been texting me. Um, A lot of people have been sending me updates because it is surrounding Stephenville. Um, So if you would just please pray for the families that are affected by this whether it's um, things that have happened to their land, their farms, their animals, their houses, anything, anyone that's been affected. um, There's a lot of places donating if you feel so inclined to donate. Um, I think the Erath County Humane Society has um, areas for donation. Um, But yes, definitely pray for them and keep your hearts out for those people that are affected. And I will see y'all next Monday. Bye!